all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. Come on in, everybody. Come on in, everybody. It is. Oh, it is. What's going on over here? It is Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Come on in. Oh, I see what happened. Boom, let's do this. Boom, 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 boom. Let's do this. Come on in, everybody. Let me know where you're watching from. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share. When you share, people get saved. We're adding our Instagram fam now. Boom. Here we go. Let's go. Let's go. There we go. And now Instagram fam, come on in, guys. Let me know where you're watching from and share this video. When you share, you already know what happens. What happens? People get saved. People get their lives to the Lord when you share. So make it your business to share. Click the like button and make sure that you let me know where you're watching from and share. LWS Aurora, good to see you. Jacksonville, good to see you. Shalom, everybody. Come on in. Shalom is a word we use at Harvest part of our culture. It's a biblical word, which means peace, but it means more than peace. It means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. All is well. So every time you release shalom into somebody's life, you are literally speaking that into their life, that everything is well. Neighborville, Illinois, good to see you. Indiana, good to see you. Aurora, good to see you. Jersey, good to see you. Come on in. Ken Carroll, good to see you. Seattle, let's go Seattle. Good to see you. Let's go. I see Denver in the house. Aurora in the house. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We're LA, Omaha. Good to see you. South Carolina. Good to see you. Come on in, guys. Tell me where you are watching. Come on, working out. I love it. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Let's go. Come on, everybody. All right. What else we got? Conyers, Georgia. Good to see you. D.C. Good to see you. Albany, Georgia. Aurora, Southeast Aurora. ATL in the house. West Denver. Denver. Shalom, everybody. Ellington, Florida. Brooklyn, New York. South Asia. Awesome. What part of South Asia? That is awesome. Come on, everybody. Let's go. I want to give you a couple of more minutes before we get into prayer to give you an opportunity to share, because as you know, when you share, people get saved, all right? So I want to give you a few moments to do that. Aurora, good to see you. Centennial, good to see you. Let's go. Let's go. Nigeria, ATL, good to see you. Not, not Nigeria, ATL, but Nigeria and ATL, good to see you. Palm Springs, good to see you. All right, let's go. Let's go. Green Valley Ranch, hello, hello. Good to see you. Philly, what's happening, Philly? Good to see you. All right, all right, all right. Um, so listen, guys, every Monday night we gather together for what? For one hour to pray. And we make it our business to make sure that prayer is a priority. So I want to encourage you, even in these summer months, to make prayer a priority. Next uh, Monday is July 4th. Hear me clearly. Yes, we will still be praying on July 4th at 7 o'clock Mountain 
9 o'clock Eastern time. Hey, Tampa, Florida, good to see you. So I want you to know that and be mindful of that, all right? Um, so make it your business. Set this time aside in your week from 7 o'clock Mountain to 9 o'clock, uh, excuse me, 7 o'clock Mountain to 8 o'clock Mountain. It's 9 o'clock Eastern to 10 o'clock Eastern. They're predicated upon whatever time zone you are in. You can make the necessary adjustments. But when you make prayer a priority, what you're doing is you're letting God know that he is priority for you. Prayer is a two-way form of communication. And prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. Prayer is something we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. So I want to always encourage you to have that mentality. So when it's time to pray, I need you to get excited about it. Can I get a few of you that are excited already? Just drop that in the comments. I'm excited. Here's why. Because I literally get to go to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and I get to go above everybody else's head. I get to go above every circumstance, every situation. I get to go above it and go directly to God. Do you understand the power that you have? That you get to skip every other level and you get to go to God. You get to go to God about your financial situation, to God about your family situation, to God about your future, to God about your body, to God about everything. So you got to be excited about that. It's kind of like if you ever were excited to go meet with someone that you admired, right? Or someone that you respected or revered. You'd be excited to speak to them because you were getting ready to have a conversation with somebody that has the power to uh, bring influence, clarity, what have you. It's the same has to be true, y'all, for prayer. We have to have that same passion, that same excitement for prayer. Um, so you always want to come into prayer excited, all right? Um, listen, again, if you haven't shared, make sure that you share why. When you share, people get saved. All right, let's pray. Father, we honor you and bless you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the privilege that we have to pray. God, we let you know tonight we're excited. We let you know we are fired up. We let you know that we are grateful. We let you know that we are thankful. We let you know that we appreciate the privilege, sir, that we have to be able to pray. We thank you that we will not take that privilege lightly. We will not take it for granted. Prayer is something we get to do, not something we have to do. Prayer is something that is a privilege and it's not a right. We get to go to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords concerning our situations, concerning what's frustrating us, concerning what's aggravating us, concerning what's going wrong, concerning what decisions to make, concerning what uh, actions to take. We get to go to God. And Father, we thank you. Why? Because you have good credit with us. Your track record is impeccable. Your credit is amazing. Father, you spoke to nothing in Genesis and created everything. Father, you took dirt and you breathed the breath of life into it. And because of that, we are still here today. You are God that steps into nothing and turns it into something. You are a God that can take little and make it into much. You're a God that can take two fists and five loaves of bread and feed thousands of people. You are a God that can literally, through the lifting of Moses' hands, you parted the Red Sea. His worship got wrought a miracle. You are that good. And we say thank you tonight, Father, from whatever place we are watching from, whatever place we're participating from, whatever place or even listening to the podcast from God, we let you know that we believe in you. You said, Father, that if we believed in you and abided in you, Father, that we could ask what we would and it would be done for us. We tell you tonight, we believe in you. We tell you tonight, we abide in you. We tell you tonight that we honor you and we worship you for this privilege to pray. 
Tonight, Father, we magnify you. The psalmist said, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. We magnify you tonight in the name of Jesus. That means we make you bigger. To magnify something doesn't change its size. It changes how it looks to us. To magnify something that doesn't change its size, it changes how it looks to us. So we magnify the Lord tonight. We magnify the Lord tonight. And we let you know, God, that we see you bigger. It's Psalm 34 and 3. We see you bigger than every circumstance. We see you bigger than every challenge. We see you bigger than every frustrating thing. We see you as bigger than everything that would aggravate us. We see you as bigger than an economy. We see you as bigger than a political party. We see you as bigger than our little four walls. We see you as bigger than our city and our community. You are the God, not just of the earth, but of the universe, Father. What we know and what we don't know. The knowledge of you, Father, it is infinite. In other words, we would never be able to get to the end of all that you are. And we tell you that we thank you for that tonight. In the name of Jesus, Father, your word says, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name. So, Father, we tell you that your name is great. Your name there literally means all of your attributes. We tell you that your name is great. Your attributes are great. What does this mean? That you are a God that when we begin to describe you, Father, that we are exalting your attributes together. We're exalting your attributes together. We're exalting your attributes together. That means you are good. Can I get you to drop an attribute of God in the comments? You are good. You are great. You are mighty. You are powerful. You are awesome. All, meaning uh, it's almost unbelievable sum. You are the sum of everything that brings us to all. In the name of Jesus, we tell you that you are holy. We tell you that you are loving. We tell you that you are matchless. We tell you that you are amazing. We tell you that you are great. Come on, I'm going to call it out as you put it on here. We tell you that you are magnificent. We tell you that you are amazing. We tell you uh, that uh, 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 that you are a protector. We tell you that you are powerful. We tell you that you are unmatched. We tell you that you are, come on, I'm waiting on y'all, that you are our protector. We tell you that you are good and we magnify you tonight in the name of Jesus. And Father, we confess our sin before you tonight. Father, you said in 1 John 1, 9 that if we confess our sin, and you are faithful, and you are just to forgive us. So tonight, God, we confess our sin before you, knowing that you forgive us. Therefore, when we pray, we can be bold in our request. We can be bold in our request. You, we can be bold in our request because we know that you forgive us tonight, God. I pray that you would give us what to pray. Give us what to say. Give us what we are to do. Give us what we are to speak tonight. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, can I get everybody on every platform to just drop an amen on the screen right there? Drop an amen on the screen right there. Listen, if you are on all of our main platforms, uh, Facebook and YouTube and Twitch and Twitter and all that, can you just give me the thumbs up to let me know you are not getting on my screen? It keeps spinning periodically. I want to know it's not spinning for you. I want to make sure it's just this device. And all of my Android users, yes, take a moment right now to rejoice. 
about the fact that I'm complaining. No, I'm not complaining, but I'm talking about this device. Um, just give me a thumbs up to let me know you are not getting any black screen. All right, just give me a thumbs up. You are not getting that. If you are getting a black screen, just type the word black. I want to make sure that it's not doing that to you and it's just doing that to me over here. All right. Listen, guys, I want to encourage you um, um, a, a couple of things. Again, make prayer a priority every Monday night. We're consistent and we are uh, faithful to this. All right. We have not. Um, thank you all so much for your responses. We're consistent and we are faithful to this. So we have not missed a prayer. I don't care if I was traveling. I remember one, um, one Monday night I was at the Grand Canyon, outside of Grand Canyon. We didn't miss prayer when I'm in Atlanta. On, when I'm in Atlanta on Monday nights, we do not miss prayer. Um, when I am anywhere in the world, we do not miss prayer on Monday nights. All right, um, all right. Some of y'all are taking these Android and these Apple jokes a little too far. No, I'm just messing with you. All right. So make sure that you do that. Let me encourage you to make sure you get our app. That's the best way to stay connected to everything related to Harvest. To do that, just text the word Harvest to the phone number eight seven seven. Five five two four seven four six. All right. Um, if you're on the this right here, you see it at the bottom of the screen on both of my IG platforms. If you will just get, if I can get a few of you to type that in there, so that people can do that, and I'll pin your comment there, so that people know how to the best way to connect to Harvest. Let me also say this: if it's your very first time with us on a Monday night prayer, we call it Command Your Week. It's a spiritual principle. We're getting a hold of the day. Before the day gets a hold of us, we are getting a hold of the week before the week gets a hold of us. It's a spiritual pattern and principle of prayer. If it's your very first time, can I just get you to drop a one on whatever platform you're on? We just want to shoot some love your way, let you know that we're glad that you are with us. Hope you stay connected um, um, with us and to us. And again, the app is the best way to do that. All right. It is the number one uh, best way to do that. Just drop a one, 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 and you'll be able to do that. All right. Listen, let me also say this. If you're in the Atlanta area, we'd love for you every day, guys, it doesn't blow my mind or it doesn't blow my mind. It, it blows my mind is what I mean to say. Uh, every day people are connecting to be a part of our uh, Harvard Church Atlanta launch team. That's the team that's going to make it happen. And uh, you can text H-C-A-T-L to 877-552-4746 to be a part of that. I see some ones over here on the Bishop Foreman IG. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I see some ones over here. So we're glad that you're with us. All right. Um, that's the best way to um, get connected, to find out more and be a part of that as it relates to the Harvest Church Atlanta launch team. All right. H-C-A-T-L to 877-552-4746. All right. Listen, last uh, little quick announcement that I want to give you before we get into prayer. For those of y'all who, again, grew up old school church, you know that the announcements club would give announcements before you got all the way into church. And so uh, my, my announcements for church uh, on today uh, I want to also make sure that you uh, catch up on the series that we've been in. It's called Daddy Issues. Guys, we're down to the last message. It's on Wednesday. I'm going to give you a preview of that message tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, what time? Nine o'clock. I'm going to give you a preview of that message tomorrow night at nine o'clock Mountain Time. That's going to be um, nine o'clock Mountain, 11 o'clock Eastern Time. I'm going to give you a preview of that message. So make sure that you tune in. That is on the Bishop Foreman TikTok, Bishop Foreman IG. I may add a few other platforms too um, so that you can be a part of that. I give you a preview of the word on Tuesday, get you excited about it for that upcoming Wednesday. All right. So make sure that you're doing that. The last message just about 30 minutes ago, the Lord told me 
changed the title of it. Originally, the title of that message was called um, Being the Black Sheep. That's originally what it was called. And about 30 minutes ago, uh, he said, no, I want you to shift that. So we're going to shift that. It's going to be awesome. Um, but get caught up on that series, y'all. How many of you, the series we've been in has been a blessing to you? The series we've been in, Daddy Issues, has been a blessing to you. And can I just get you in the comments real fast? We're going to move to the next portion of prayer. But for a couple of seconds, a few seconds rather, can I just get you to talk about what this series has done for you? And I know I asked you that often, and that's because as a leader, I want to make sure that, that people are getting results and that people are getting it. Um, to me, it's not enough to just say, ooh, we had good church. No, like I want you to get results. I want you to be able to say, I'm better because I got this out of that word. Come on, I see fire over here. Come on, Christian. Come on, Jackie. I see fire. Let's go. Who else? What we got? I see fire. Come on, I see you. Let's go. What else? What is this series spoken to you? What is it? What what it, what is some of your takeaways? All right. Um. What what has it done for you? I want to know. And again, if you haven't shared Facebook, YouTube, make sure that you click the share button. When you share, people get saved. There's some sins that are passed down and around that have attached themselves to you, but have nothing to do with you. That's so good. Let's go and heal. I love it. Let's go. Pay attention to the Rolling Stones. This is good. Open my eyes. Apologize to some people about things. How to become a curse breaker. Good. This series has been making me better. Come on, not better, but better, but better. Let's go. All right. Healing. Got to go back, but I know it's good. Come on, Facebook user. I don't know who you are, but come on, Facebook user. It doesn't say your name, but I'm glad you're on. The outcomes to reach the actual goals made clear, getting rid of the curses. Right on time in a season, in a season of healing. This is good from past issues, allowing myself to see, uh, allowing me to see myself through unjudgmental or non-judgmental eyes. I love it. Uh, this is good. Not rolling in my mess like a pig does. Ooh, prophetic slaves. It's a mentality. Enslaved. It's a temporary situation. That's good too, right? Reminding me of how destructive generational curses are. Didn't know a lot about curses and how to break them. This is good. Come on. A few more things. The curses don't belong to me. Let's go. Come on, Steph says, call them out. Let's go. Elijah says, spiritual and sophisticated. Come on here. You got to use both of them. Um, sophistication, knowledge, information is not, hear me, it is not anti-God. In fact, um, where we get our word science or knowledge, knowing, uh, God is omniscience. He is all-knowing. The, the pronunciation of that word is omniscient. Um, and so there is no science without God because God is omniscience. He is everything that you will study will eventually take you back to God. And so many times people think that science and God are at odds with one another. They are not. You can't have science without God. Got it? Um, and watch me. And when you study science, you'll just, you really discover that there is God, um, that there is this inexplicable, um, this inexplicable, uncontrollable force that is at, at the root behind all that is. All right. I love it. I love it. I love it. Listen, guys, I want to encourage you again to make sure you get caught up on this series. This is one of those series where you cannot simply listen to the messages once and, oh, wait a minute. I saw this comment, though. It's just so good. Not wanting to end like Moses over here on the Bishop Foreman IG. That one is so good. That one is so good. Come on, Claudia says a science major and a believer. Let's go. That one is so good. Um, that thing yesterday with Moses, it was it's so it's so it, it's so powerful because you can literally go through life and be doing good and then end just like the curses you were supposed to break. All right. 
Tonight, what we're going to do um, in the series, I've been teaching you a lot as it relates to that. Tonight, we're going to cover lots of that uh, in prayer. I always ask the Lord, what does he want us to pray about before we pray? Uh, because when you go into prayer, you want to go into prayer strategic. You don't go into prayer figuring out what you're going to pray about. You go into prayer knowing what it is that you're going to pray uh, about. And so in that, um, Psalm 51, 5 says, behold, I was shaped in iniquity. Um, tonight, what I want to start with is for our shape. We're going to pray for our shape. All right. That shape has literally formed um, everything about us, everything about us, everything about us. Specifically, and what I want to focus on when we start, we're going to pray for your soul. Um, can I tell you the power of your soul? 3 John 1, 2 says, Beloved, I pray above all that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers, which means prosper there. It's just not, just not money. It's bigger than money. It says that literally the level in life that you prosper is directly and equal to the way that your soul prospers. So tonight we're going to start with praying for the shape of your soul the shape of your soul what is your soul monday night it is your mind your thoughts your will your emotions um you can get stuff but you will lose stuff if you don't get your soul right y'all better talk to me tonight all right so we're going to start with praying for your soul father in jesus name tonight father we lay our souls before you we lay our mind we lay our thoughts we lay our emotions before you tonight, God, and we ask that you would reshape our souls. The, the King David, the psalmist in Psalm 51.5, he literally says he was shapen in iniquity. And Father, that means that everything about him was formed in an environment of sin and transgression. It was formed in an environment where things were input into him. Things were embedded into his individuality that weren't necessarily part of him. And Father, I pray tonight and we pray for our souls tonight that you would literally reshape our souls. For some of us tonight, God, uh, matter of fact, for all of us tonight, God, we give you the first component of our soul. It's our mind. Our mind is the way that we process information. It is the way that we think about certain things. It is what drives our decision-making process. Tonight, God, we lay our minds, the first component of our souls, at your feet. And we say you are the potter and we are the clay. Reshape our souls tonight, God, so that our souls would line up with your word. Reshape our souls tonight and our minds tonight, God, so that the way we make decisions is not according to fear. It's not according to iniquity, but it is according to your will. The scripture says, let this mind that was in Christ be in us also. Father, it takes, they say, 21 days to develop a habit. A habit is nothing more than a mindset. A habit is nothing more than a mindset. A habit is nothing more than a mindset. So to change our habits, we have to change our mindset. So tonight, God, we give you, sir, our minds. We give you our minds tonight. And Father, we pray that we would process things properly. And we would process things according to your word. That we would process things according to what you've ordained for us. That we would process things according to the mind of Christ being in us. God, we give up the mindsets that we have had up to this point and we release them to you. And we say, God, replace them with your mindset. 
Replace them with your mindset. Replace them with your mindset. You said in your word, if my people who are called by my name would seek my face, humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways. When you said seek your face, face there in Hebrew, God, it means your attitude. Your attitude is part of your mindset. So, Father, we literally, not only do we say reshape our minds, Father, but we ask you to reshape our decision-making processes and reshape our attitudes. Let our attitudes, that's our settled way of thinking, mindset. Father, we give you our attitudes tonight. We give you our mindsets tonight, God, and we pray that they would line up with your word. We pray that it would be exactly what you ordained for it to be, that it would not be according to the iniquity that we have been shaped in. Father, we come against a victim mindset tonight. We come against a sensationalist mindset tonight. What is that? It is a mentality and a mindset that thinks that everything, that makes everything more extravagant and makes everything more extra than it needs to be. We come against God any attitude any mindset, any mentality, God, that is not benefiting us because it is not from you. And in Jesus' name, God, we speak and we decree and we declare by faith that the same mind that was in you, the same mind is with us. The same mind that was in you is the same mind that is in us. The same mind that was in you is the same mind that was in us. For the same mind that was in you is the same mind that is in us. And for that, we say thank you. And Jesus name, come on up, y'all. We're going to take a breath. We're going to take a breather for a moment. Let's take a breather. Come on, just say yes, Lord, right there. Yes, Lord, right there. Let's, let's Lord, right there. Yes, Lord, right there. Come on, let him know. We're praying. We're starting about the reshaping of your souls in prayer tonight. We're talking about the reshaping of your souls in prayer tonight. We're talking about the reshaping of your souls tonight. That's what we're talking about, all right? Or the, right now. That's Philippians 2, 5. The scripture says, let this mind that was in Christ be in you also. In other words, have the same mindset that he did. Have the same mindset that he did. Have the same mindset that he did. His mindset is reflected in his movements. If you ever want to know what's on somebody's mind, you need to watch how they move. All right? You, all right? If you ever want to know what's on somebody's mind, you have to watch out for their moves. Now, we're about to pray this thing strategically, y'all. You ready to go in? Because for many of you, watch me. The second half of this uh, year, you're going to need a different mindset than you did the first half of this year. I'll say it again. The second half of this year, you're going to need a different mindset than you had the first half of this year. The, you're going to need the mind of Christ. All right, let's pray this thing. Let's go in. Father, your word says in Philippians 2 and 5, have this, left this mind that was in Christ be in you also. New Living says you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Father, we declare we have your attitude tonight. We have your attitude tonight. Father, your word says in verse six, that though you were God, you did not think equality with God as something to cling to. What does this mean? That your mentality started, watch me, with humility. I pray, God, that we would have a humble mindset, that we would not be arrogant. Come on, y'all pray with me. That we would not be prideful that we would not let a sense of arrogance or pride cause us to make bad decisions and have a bad father not 
thinking more highly of ourselves than we ought. You did not say that we cannot think highly of ourselves, but you said that we ought not think more high of ourselves than we ought to. I pray, God, when we would see ourselves the same way that you see us, that you we would see ourselves the same way that you see us, that we would see ourselves the same way that you see us. Verse seven says, you gave up your divine privileges and took on the humble position of a slave or a servant and was born as a human being. Here's the next two pieces of your mindset. You're not entitled. Your mindset is not an entitled mindset. Father, I pray, watch, what's the opposite of entitlement? Gratefulness. I pray, God, that we would be grateful. I pray that our mindset and our attitude would be one of gratefulness, that we would not walk around with a sense of entitlement, that we would not walk around like anybody owes us anything, that we would not walk around like you owe us anything, God, that we would not walk around entitled, but we would walk around grateful that we would walk around appreciative, that every day we get up, we would have an appreciation for life. And every moment we navigate through life, we would have an appreciation for life. We will not be entitled. We will not think that anybody owes us anything. Father, when we fix that part of our mindset, it's gonna help us not to be so disappointed sometimes with people because we did not walk around feeling entitled from anything for people. It will help us to not be so disappointed with people because we will not walk around feeling entitled for anything from people. We tell you we are grateful for everything you've done and for everything you have not done. Tonight, God, we tell you we are grateful. We are grateful for every yes and we are grateful for every no. We are grateful for every up. We are grateful for every down. We are grateful for every mountaintop. We're grateful for every valley. And I get you in the comments tonight, prayer, to just type three things, just three things that you are grateful for. Three things that you are grateful for. Can I stretch you? Don't just say life. Don't just say life. But can I get you to be more specific? Because grateful people always get more. Grateful people always get more. I am grateful. Watch me. That I am a curse breaker. I am grateful that God has given me the strength necessary to plow and plow successfully for 16 years. I am grateful that God has surrounded me with amazing gladiators that make it happen every single week. I am grateful that God has caused, watch me, that God has caused me, what up, Kay Baker? That God has caused me to prosper in a place where many people do not. I need you to be specific tonight on every platform. Three things, drop it, that you are grateful for, that you are grateful for. And I'm going to call them out. You're healthy, healed, and blessed to be a blessing. 100% healthy, 100% healed. Grateful God kept your mind. Grateful you got working limbs to still be here, that you're prospering, that you're grateful you can forgive, that you're grateful for the doors he's opened for you, that you're grateful uh, uh, um, for God walking with you through feelings of loneliness. Come on, y'all. I need you. Every platform, forgiveness, health, family, he's forgiven you. Come on. Come on. Grateful. Grateful I am a curse breaker in my bloodline. I can find meaning in being the black sheep. Come on here. Grateful that you prospered in the pandemic. He still has a plan for creativity, prosperity, and favor, health, and strength. Come on, testify, prayer. Testify. Father, we are grateful. Father, we are grateful. 
We are grateful. Let this mind, we're praying for our minds right now. And you said, let the mind that was in Christ be in us also. We are grateful, Father. We are not entitled. 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 Come on, prayer. We are not entitled. Verse 7, Philippians 2, 7, you gave up divine privileges. That means you are not entitled, but you are grateful. You took on the position, here's the next thing, of a servant. Father, I pray that we would never be too good to serve because you took on the position of a servant. You said, God, that the greatest amongst us would be those that serve. And so, Father, we thank you that our attitude is one of servitude. Can I get a few of you to type that on the screen? My attitude is servitude. In church, uh, on campus or online, our attitude is servitude. Father, forgive us for ever thinking we were giving you, doing you a favor to do what you did for us. You made yourself a servant. You washed the feet of 12 dirty, stinking young men. You, you spared people who should have brought their own food, but you took two fish and five loaves of bread and you fed them. You healed people, watch me, that deserved to be in the mess they were in. My father, you made yourself in the form of a servant. You made yourself, you made yourself in the form of a servant. So tonight, God, we pray that our mindset, that our attitude would be one of servitude. We're not too good to serve. We are not too good to serve. I pray that everywhere we go, Father, we would take on the position of servitude. And everything we do, we take on the position and the mentality of servitude. Serving is our highway to greatness. We cannot get to greatness without serving. There is no such path. And we are thankful for it tonight. In the name of Jesus, our attitude is servitude. And Father, when we get treated like what we are, we will not be angry. Come on, y'all. You cannot say you're a servant and then get mad that when you're treated like a servant, that that's how you got treated. Then you didn't want to be a servant. You didn't want to be a servant. Then you didn't want to be a servant. Father, I pray that we would check our attitudes. Father, that when we are treated like what we say we are, that we don't get an attitude that we don't get angry, that we don't get frustrated, that we don't think that we're owed something. No, we cannot say that we're a servant and yet expect to be treated as something different. We cannot say that we're a servant. and Y'all not praying now. Don't you get quiet with me. We cannot be, say that we're a servant and then get frustrated when we're treated like that. Father, they, treated, they thought they were doing you wrong, not realizing that they were literally setting you up for greatness. Because when you took on the position of serving, you were literally on the highway to greatness. And for this, you were given a name that's above every name. Why? Because of your servitude. Because of your servitude. It was your servitude that gave you a name that's above every name. It's because of what you did that gave you a name above every name. That's what goes on in verse number seven. Therefore, God exalted you. Why? Because you were a servant. That's why he exalted you. You are a servant. That's why he exalted you. You honored. That's why he exalted you. 
You put yourself low. That's why he exalted you. You weren't trying to get the credit. That's why he exalted you. I rebuke a sense of being owed something because we've served. Y'all ain't gonna pray with me tonight, but I'm gonna pray. I rebuke us feeling like we are owed something because we served. That was the least we could have done for the most that you've done for us. And we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Let's pray. Let's pray. For this We're praying for our mind. Remember, we're praying for the shaping of our souls. And the first component of your soul is your mind. It's your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. Those four areas. We're praying over your mind right now. And, the, and your mindset is referred to as your attitude in scripture. Your attitude and your mindset are the same thing, all right? So we're covering this. The Bible says this is how you need to think. This is your mindset. So we're praying that we have his mindset. We're praying that we have his mindset. That's what we're doing tonight. Here we go. Um, verse number eight. He humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. What is the next part of the mindset we must have? Obedience obedience. Father, I pray that we have a mindset of obedience. Come on, prayer. That our mentality would be we would obey even when it's uncomfortable. That we would obey even when we are afraid. That we would obey even when it doesn't feel good. That we would obey even when we feel like we're getting the, uh, the low, uh, low part of the deal. That we would obey, even if it's something we do not desire to do. And Father, that when we obey, we would do it well. That we would do it well. That we wouldn't do it half-assed. And my cousin, that's Deuteronomy 22 and 10. The Bible says, let's not plow with an ox and an ass together. That when we obey God, we would do it with our all. That when we don't obey, we would do it with our all. Father, that when we put you first, we do it with our all. Father, that when we give, we do it with our all. God, that when we serve, we do it with our all. God, that when we worship, we do it with our all. Pray with me, y'all. That when we, uh, when we praise, we do it with our all. That everything we do, we do it with all of us. When you hung on that cross, part of you did not die. Come on, y'all, pray with me. All of you died. So tonight, in Jesus' name, I pray that when we obey, we would obey you with our all, that we would not withhold anything, that we would not have any holdouts, that we would not, that we would not have any parts of us that we keep back for safe protection. We can trust ourselves with you. We can trust ourselves with you. We can trust ourselves with you. And so tonight, God, we tell you we will obey. We obey your word because your word is your will. Your word is your will. Your word is your will. So we say, God, we will give you all when we obey, that we will jump all the way in when we obey. That we will not that we will not hold on to comfort when we obey. Father, you literally, the reason what you did was so amazing is because you had to step out of glory into time. And when you stepped into time, you were not used to being in time because you're eternal. And you literally prayed three times, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. And when it was clear that the answer was no, your response was yes. Oh, my God. When it was clear that the answer was no, your response was yes. And, Father, I pray 
for all of us tonight that when it's clear that some answers are no, that our response would be yes. That when it's clear some answers are yes, our response would be yes. We obey with all of us. We obey with all of us. We obey. Come on, y'all. With all of us. Can I get you on the screen to just tell the Lord, say, Lord, all of me, all of me, all of me, all of me. All of me, all of me, all that I have, all that I have, all that I've accomplished, all that I am. Come on, let him know he's got all of you, all of you, all of you, all that you do, all who you are, every talent you have, every gift you have, every skill you have, every resource you have, every piece of knowledge you have, every relationship you have, everything that you have at your disposal it has to be all of you and for this god we let you know you have all of us you have all of us we obey we obey we obey we obey we obey come on y'all we obey can i can i we're praying this thing if you're just coming in do me a favor like this video tell me where you're watching from and share Tonight, we're praying for the reshaping of your soul. Your soul has four components. It's your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. We're still on your mind. And, and your mind is your mindset, which is your attitude. And so Philippians chapter 2 tells us the mindset we're supposed to have. It starts in verse 5. Um, and, and we're just praying this thing through. But that part of verse 7 that gets me is this part. I want you to listen very carefully. Um, verse 8. He humbled himself in obedience to God. So we just pray for obedience. I want you to listen to the second part. And died a criminal's death on a cross. And died a criminal's death on a cross. And died, hey, Northridge, California, and died a criminal's death on a cross. I want you to pay attention to this. He obeyed even though the narrative was not right. Mm -mm, I'm going to say that again. He obeyed even though the narrative was not true. Y'all better hear me tonight. We're about to cover this thing. How many of us can be honest that there are some things um, that when the, when the narrative is not right or the story is not accurate, it'll make you say, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. I, I, I want you to hear me clearly. Hear me real clear. The Bible says that he let the world think that he was wrong, even though he was right. I could throw these phones. It's three phones in front of me and an iPad sitting on this table that keeps doing this spin thing. Keep on doing it. It's going to be a Samsung next week. Y'all got to hear me. Listen, he, he let the world think that he was a criminal when he was not. Okay, let me see if I can say it another way. He obeyed and, listen, and could not care about what people thought about his obedience. Oh my God. I need y'all to, we're about to cover this in prayer because for some, it's difficult to obey because you're worried about what obedience is going to look like to some of your family. You're worried about what obedience is going to look like to your ex. Now, I don't even know why you're worried about them. You're worried about what obedience is going to look like to your friends. You worried, y'all not talking to me in these comments, talk to me. You worried about what it's going to look like. Who am I talking to right now? 
you worried about what it's going to look. I would have sold that. Today, the Lord told me to sow. I'm not going to tell you what he told me to sow, but it was, it was a lot. He told me to sow it. And the moment he told me to sow it, I was like, okay, Lord. He said, sow this. And I was like, he said, sow it. Put it in the ground. I said, put it in the ground. I sold the seed. Um, I sold the seed. And I was like, okay, Lord. Come on, here we go. I sold the seed. Not worrying. One bit, um, and uh, uh, relative anything that anyone may think, uh, 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 or, or what have you. Let me go deeper. Sixteen years ago, and I'm just using me as an example. Um, when we planted our church in Denver, Colorado, I had to obey. I want y'all to hear me. We we somebody says you're getting kicked off. I don't know why it's kicking you off. Uh, I literally. I remember when the Lord said, do TV. And I was like, do TV? It's like, Lord, we got one camera. I was like, this is crazy. I had to obey and not worry about what it looked like. And not worry about what it looked like. It's quiet in the comments. For some of you, as you obey, you got to hear me clearly. You cannot worry about what it looks like. If what if we're obeying the word? Am I talking to anybody? Y'all wave at me, wave at me, wave at me, wave at me. Am I talking to anybody? Anybody? And I don't know why it says it's kicking y'all off. I have no clue. That's crazy. What it looks like. What it looks like. I don't know why you're giving all that money. You're trying to impress. Yeah. I don't care what it looks like to you. I'm a sore. I'm a sower. Some of you have people, I don't know why you're doing all that serving. You just, I'm a, I serve. I don't know why you're giving all that. I, I, I'm a giver. I, don't, I, I have to obey and I can't care what it looks like to you. Woo! There's business deals I've had to do differently and I could not worry about how it looked. Come on, I see somebody testifying and it doesn't feel good either. Here's the deal. When you have the mind of Christ, come on, y'all, recover your minds. You cannot worry about what obedience looks like. You ready? Because the instruction is not necessarily to them. It's not necessarily to them. It's not necessarily in Father. I pray that tonight we would not be concerned about appearances that do not matter. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I pray that tonight, God, we would not be concerned about appearances that do not matter. But, Father, that we would honor your word. We would honor what you said. But, Father, we would not be concerned about what the narrative looks like. Woo! That we would not be concerned about what obedience appears like. Our responsibility is to obey. Not worry about what it looks like to those who didn't get the same instruction. Our responsibility is to obey, not concern ourselves with the opinions of sheep when we are lions. And we thank you for it tonight in Jesus' name. Can I get you to type it on every platform? I will obey. I will obey. And, and let me go here, because a lot of times when you, when you talk about obedience, guys, I, I see some Christians use something, stuff like that to justify stupid and crazy. And I need you to not do that, all right? Um, if you can't back it up with Bible, it ain't God. 
If you can't back it up with Bible, it is not God. God is not going to speak something that directly. I've seen people disrespect and dishonor the house of God in the name of I'm obeying God. And I'm just like, hey, do what you want. You're grown. But there's no way that's God because it, it does not line up with his word. I have seen people disrespect men of God, including myself. Um, it, it disrespect me. I've seen people do it in the name of God. It is not God. I got to be I got to say this right here. I got to say that right here because a lot of Christians will use obedience to do things that God has nothing to do with. Okay. If, if you're dealing with somebody that's married, you cannot say, and I'm just obeying God and I'm going to get this man. I'm going to get this woman. You are a liar. That is not yours. That is not, they are not yours. It's quiet. See, the comments just got silent right there when I said that. If you, Father, I pray that what we obey, we can back it up with Bible. I pray that what we obey, we can back it up with Bible. I pray that what we obey, we can back it up with Bible in Jesus' name. Come on, y'all. Don't get quiet now. We're almost done. 12 minutes, we out of here. I have seen so many Christians use obedience. I'm obeying God. No, you're not because you can't back that up with Bible. You're a liar. Don't you go out here lying on God. Let's go. Verse number nine, verse number nine. Oh, 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 wait a minute. One more thing. In verse number eight, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Here's the next thing about the mindset of God is that he wasn't fighting for it to be fair. Um, you don't have the mindset of God if everything you're looking for, hey, Pastor Man, if everything you're looking for, you want it to be fair. Come on, you ready? I need everybody to say this, and then we're going to pray this. Here's the right mentality you got to have. This is the mindset of God. It's the mindset of the Lord, is that it may not be fair, but that's why I have favor. It may not be fair, but that's why I have favor. I'm going to say it a third time. Maybe, matter of fact, I'm going to say it three more times so you get it. It may not be fair, but that's why I have favor. All right, two more times. It may not be fair, but that's why I have favor. I'm going to say it one more time. It may not be fair. Come on, somebody's getting it. But that's why I have favor. Bishop Foreman, what in the world do you mean? I want you to pay attention to what the Bible says. This is the mindset he had. This is the attitude the Bible says that he had. He died a criminal's death on a cross. Dying on a cross was a Roman form of punishment, which means Jesus did not die a religious death. He didn't die a spiritual death. He died a political death because Rome controlled the politics and the government of the day. While the Hebrews, they had the spirituality for the people of the day. That's a whole other message for a whole other day. All right, check this out. Because if it was a Hebrew death, they would have stoned him to death. He died a Roman death, which was a political death. That was a government death. All right, now why is this important for you to get? It's because sometimes you, you do not have the right mentality because you want stuff to be fair. How many of you wave at me if, if you've ever been like, God, that's not fair. Listen, my hands are up. I'm the first one. Both my hands. Waving. Waving.com. Okay? Wave at me if you've ever said, God, that's not fair. It's not fair what so-and-so's doing. It's not fair what's happening. It's not fair. Look at me. If you, That is not the mind of Christ. His mindset said, this is not fair. But this is why I have favor. 
It's not fair. It's that there are certain things I've had to deal with as it's related to racism and, 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 and all of that. And I'm like, God, this is not fair. He said, but son, that's why you got favor. All right, Father, I pray that tonight in prayer that the situations where we feel like are not fair, that we would recognize, God, that that's why you've given us favor. You've given us favor to make up for the lack of fairness. Oh, my God. You've given us favor to make up for the lack of fairness. Favor means preferential treatment. Tonight, God, we say thank you because you have literally given us favor to make up for the things and the circumstances and the situations in our life that are not fair, for the relationships that have not been fair, for the interactions that have not been fair, for the business deals that have not been fair, for the bad treatment that has not been that has not been fair. That's why you've given us favor. You make up for the difference, God. You will not let us lack anything. 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 And so, Father, we thank you for the favor that you release, even when it's not fair. Your mentality recognized that it was unfair that they treated you like a criminal, and you died a criminal's death on a cross that was not fair because you didn't do anything wrong. It was not fair, but that's how you had favor. How do we know you had favor? Because verse number nine says, therefore, God elevated him to the highest place of honor and gave him the name above every name. Father, we pray that the second half of this year that we would be in our therefore that we would be in our therefore, because God, that we've gone through verses five through nine, five through eight, that in the second half of this year, we'd be in verse nine, where we would experience our therefore. Therefore, you highly exalted him. Therefore, you highly exalted him. Therefore, you highly exalted him. Father, we ask that you would highly exalt us. You will exalt us so we don't have to exalt ourselves. You will promote us. We don't have to promote ourselves. You will push us forward. We don't have to push ourselves forward. Therefore, you highly exalted him and gave him a name that is above every name. Father, in Genesis 12, you said that you would make our name great in the second half of this year. Come on, y'all. We're going there. We pray that our name would be brought up. We pray that our name, Father, would be brought up in rooms that have the trajectory and the ability to change our future. We pray that our names would be made great. That means that everything associated and attached to our name, it would be associated with excellence. It would be associated with results. It would be associated with fruitfulness. In Jesus' name, we thank you tonight, Father, that because we have the mind of Christ, we can get verse 9. That because we have the mentality and the attitude of you, that we can get to verse 9. And we expect it to manifest these next six months, come on, y'all. These next six months, I need you to type it on the screen. These next six months, Father, we declare verses 9, 10, and 11. Verse 10 says that at that name, knees should bow. What does that mean? That the name, that our name would be honored. Father, that wherever there has been dishonor, wherever there has been dishonor in our past, Father, that because we have your mindset, 
that honor would come forth, that honor would come forth, and that you would make up, God, in these next six months for any dishonor that has been shown toward us in the previous years of our lives. And for that, we say thank you. You say every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess uh, that Jesus Christ is Lord. We are not the Lord, but watch me. They were confessing his authority. And Father, I pray that in these next six months, Father, that not only would there be an increase of honor, but there'd be an increase in authority. There'd be an increase in authority. There'd be an increase in authority, both spiritually and naturally. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Wow, y'all. Um, it is 7.56, and we only got to pray for the first part of your soul. We only got to pray for the first part of your soul. Your soul has four components, your mind, your thoughts, your will, your emotions. So we're going to hit those last through real fast. Um, um, while I'm praying for these three things, your mind, or excuse me, your thoughts, your will, and your emotions, while I'm covering those in prayer, if you know somebody that doesn't know the Lord, I need you to drop their initials. And you're going to, we're going to begin to pray that they um, come to the Lord this year. All right, if you know somebody that doesn't know the Lord, somebody that's fallen away from the Lord, somebody that's wishy-washy, kind of, you know, slipping and sliding, sliding and slipping, rocking and shaking, I want you to drop their initials on the screen, all right? Whatever platform you're on, we're going to cover them in prayer. You're going to drop those initials while I'm going to pray for your um, thoughts, will, and emotions. Father, we pray for our thoughts. I pray for our will. I pray for our emotions. I pray that we have the same thoughts you do. You says, as a man thinks, so is he, which means our thoughts are a revelation of who we are. I pray that our thoughts will literally be about the you you made us to be, not the you that we've been misshaped in. Father, I pray for our will. I pray that just like when you were in the Garden of Gethsemane and you said, uh, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, I pray that our will would be a nevertheless, which means we never settle for the lesser, but we always reach for the greater in Jesus' name. And I cover our emotions, God. Um, I cover our emotions. Next month in our summer series, July, summer songs, we're going to talk about emotions for a couple of those songs. And I pray, God, that our emotions would serve us and we would not serve them. That our emotions, God, would help us to fulfill what you called us to do, that they would not um, frustrate and stagnate us in pursuit of what you called us to do. And for that, we say thank you right now. In Jesus' name we pray. God, we cover all of these initials that are listed right now on the screen. And Father, we pray that you draw them unto you. Your word says no man comes to the Lord except the Spirit draw, except the Spirit draw, except the Spirit draw, except the Spirit draw. That's John 6 and 44. So, Father, we pray that you would draw them unto yourself tonight until we see victory. We call them saved and serving this year. We call them saved and serving this year. We call them saved and serving this year. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Guys, let me tell you all the power of, uh, of what we just did. Um, let me tell you the power of what we just did. Uh, as for me and my house, I want to read you this praise report. Um, while I'm reading you this praise report, if you've got any prayer requests for yourself, drop it in the comments and we're going to cover those. It says, as for me and my house, today my daughter joined me in getting baptized. In this uncertain time where standing in Christ isn't considered popular among our youth, my daughter decided she would be set apart. When I decided not to just talk the talk, but to actually walk the walk, she praised me for my progress and encouraged me daily. I gave all praises to God and with much prayer. If I listen to this part 
And every time Bishop called for initials, I put her initials there. Y'all better talk to me. If you went to 1115, you saw this happen yesterday. If you went to 1115, you saw this happen. It says, when I decided not to just talk the talk, but to actually walk the walk, she prays before my progress, encouraged me daily. I gave all praises to God and with much prayer. And every time Bishop called for initials, I put her initials there. And giving her environment rich, rich in worship, love, and curse breaking. She chose the narrow path and I can't stop rejoicing. I pray that just like this mother is rejoicing, I speak it over your life that you're going to be rejoicing because those initials you put on the screen, we call them saved and serving this year. Whether that's on campus or online, whether that's on campus or online, it says Bishop Voice called to her ear and her heart, Jesus. The first time I saw her watching services without being prompted and not even on a Sunday, I couldn't do anything but shout. I know I said put your praise report there. Uh, or your uh, your prayer request, but can I get you to just put a praise on the screen? This is why this whole hybrid thing, y'all, uh, is so important. It is so important. This whole digital streaming and apps and stuff. This is so important. This is so important. Did you hear that? It says the first time I saw her um, doing that on her own, I shouted and I couldn't stop rejoicing. Jesus, I looked. Uh, forward to her watching her grow in Christ. By the end of the year, my whole family will be saved and serving. I claim it in Jesus' name. I stand in agreement with you. Thank you, Bishop and Harvest, for welcoming us with open arms and love. Hallelujah. That's what it's all about, y'all. That's what it's all about, seeing lives change. Amen. All right. Let me cover all of your prayer requests. God, we cover every prayer request that's being tight right now. And I pray, God, right now, in Jesus' name, that every prayer request would become a praise report. We lift these up before you, Father. You're not a God that has a deaf ear where you do not hear us. You're not a God that turns a blind eye to where you do not see. You hear and you see and you respond. And I pray, God, that you answer every prayer request with strategy. That you answer every request with instructions on what to do. And for that, God, we say thank you right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Somebody say amen right there. Amen right there. Amen right there. Listen, we got to go because um, it is 8.02. We got to go. How many of you were blessed with prayer tonight? How many of you were blessed with prayer? Oh, I just saw that one. I just saw that one. I command in the name of Jesus right now. I saw somebody say, pray that my tax return is released. I happened to see the Lord put that one in front of me. I pray right now in the name of Jesus um, that whomever needs to process that, that they be in the office this week, whatever system is requiring movement on that, that they be in the office this week, whatever needs to happen, that it happens this week. And I pray that what has been held up be released right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you so much, D992, for praying for me. I appreciate that so much. I appreciate that so much. Um, so listen, y'all. Wow. All right. I want to encourage you uh, tonight. Prayer bless you. I want to encourage you to sow. Um, how do you sow? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Former with the number two. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, and Giving. All of that is available for you. Thank you for y'all's prayers for me. I appreciate that. 
PayPal, Venmo, uh, Zelle, Goodify, all of that's available for you. To use that, the key email is hello at harvestchurch.church. I want to encourage you, what you sowed tonight, uh, we started with uh, Philippians 2 and 5. I want to encourage you tonight, um, a $25 seed, that's it. Just 25 bucks. If you want to reverse it and do 52, if you want to do 250, you can do that. I pray that God speaks to you clearly about what you're to release. Um, but I want to challenge you. That's what I'm going to sow. A $25 seed for that scripture that let this mind that was in Christ be in you also. That means I ran out of time. Let this mind that was in Christ be in you also. All right. Make sure that you do that. And, uh, and we'll move in that. All right. Um, last thing I want to do, if you're on here tonight and you're not a Christian, this is your opportunity to come to the Lord. This is Pastor God answers prayers. My daughter and her husband, children got baptized. I grabbed, grabbed on. The, uh, yes. Come on. I love it. Um, if you're not a Christian, you want to recommit yourself a little or you want to be sure wherever you're at on the count of three. I just want you to do the hand wavy emoji or say it's me. Great question over here. What do you call the seed? Always name your seed. Very good, Kets. Thank you for um, reminding me of that. You're going to call this. Only thing we got to pray for was your mind. So you're going to call this my mindset seed. My mindset seed, because that's the only thing we got to pray for in depth. I covered the other three, but we didn't pray in depth over the other three. All right. Call this your mindset seed. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at on the count of three. I simply want for you to do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. God's coming to get you tonight. If you're still on here with me, it's 804. And tonight, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure this is your moment. Do not miss it. One, two, three. Wherever you're at, respond right now. Doing that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Wherever you are at, respond right now. Doing that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Wherever you're at, do that hand wave emoji. Or say it is me. Love you too. Do that hand wave emoji. Or say it's me. I see. I see you. I see you. I got you. I got you. Wave. I got you. I got you. I got you. Come on. Come on. Respond. 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 I got you. I see you. Come on. I'm gonna count down from five. He said, Mister Foreman, can I just do it at home? Why do I have to type it in the comment? Jesus said it like this: If you deny him publicly, he'll deny you. And so it, it is not about trying to shame you or make you feel nervous. It's just about God saying, if you love me, make it known, make it public, make it public. That's just like somebody saying that they want to marry you, but they want to do it in private. Don't know why they want to tell nobody, don't want to wear no ring. You ain't going to want to be in that relationship. I'm mean, like, why are you ashamed of me? Right. That's how you will think. Jesus said, don't deny him. Five, waiting on you. Four, three. If that's you, any platform you're on tonight, do that. Hand with emoji, say it's me. Two, one. All right, everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, and you can keep responding if that's you. You can keep responding. Say, Father, I thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian. And if I fall, give me the grace to get back up. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, recommitted yourself to the Lord, you're now sure here's what I need you to do. Text the word decision, decision to 877-552-4746. It's on the screen if you're up here. For those of you on the uh, Instagram platforms, we're going to pin those for you so you can take a listen to that. Um, what are we going to do? Bishop, what's going to happen when I send this text? You're going to get a text back and it's going to give you a message called what next? Now that you prayed this prayer, what do you do next? What do you do next? Um, I literally will walk you through what do you do next 
Christianity can be made very complicated by some people. It's not complicated. It's not hard at all. Um, the reality is, is that it's super simple. Um, uh, we sometimes just make it difficult and hard. All right, we're going to send that to you. I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. I love it. Um, I pray you have an amazing night. Again, a prayer bless you. Go so. I'm going to push everybody to get that seed in the ground. You've only got couple more opportunities to get seed in the ground um, um, for the month of June. So I'm going to push everybody to do that. And again, you're going to call this your mindset seed. All right. I'll see you tomorrow night on Bishop Foreman IG, Bishop Foreman TikTok. And I may add some couple other platforms as we go into um, a preview of Wednesday Night Live's Bible study. All right. Love you guys. Shalom. Have an amazing night. Uh, let's see. Boom. We'll do that. Love you guys. Have a good night. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday ah feel the whoa with listerine at bj's you can save two dollars and fifty cents now on listerine products like total care anti-cavity fluoride fresh mint mouthwash or cool mint pocket packs fresh breath strips at your nearest bj's location experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with listerine discount available through december 24th save now only at bj's